Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to the Trinity Godhead, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for an opportunity to continue to minister your word. I ask that you open the hearts of the hearer in the name of Jesus, and I ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me. Help me, Holy Ghost, to decrease as you increase. All this I ask in Jesus' name, and I thank you for it. Amen. Well, praise God. We've been talking about uh, the mask. Actually, this is entitled, the series is entitled The Mask. Some of you may not know that unless you've been on the website. And as you know, it's referring to hypocrisy. And before we end it, because we may be wrapping up today, I want to just look at another aspect of hypocrisy that some people may not think about. Because I don't believe anybody wants to be a hypocrite intentionally. So we're going to look at how it can originate from unresolved issues of the soul and places that yet need healing and restoration that we can actually carry over into salvation. And if not recognized and we neglect our soul, it can become a problem. Because remember, 1 Thessalonians 5 reminds us that we are spirit, soul, and body. So the Lord takes us through the sanctification process of our whole being. We're a tripart being. And so we can't overlook sanctification process of our soul. And one aspect of sanctification is purification from the guilt and power of sin. So our soul needs that after we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. And we can't change a thing unless we identify it. Because awareness really is half the battle. Praise God. And we need to know that Jesus longs to heal us. He longs to heal us. It's not just about us being the bride of the church he's called us to be. That's a big part of it. Yet he wants to heal us and make us whole. Psalm 23, 2b through 3a reads, He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. That tells me that the Lord sees a need for our soul to be restored. And it's those times spent with the Lord in prayer and the word of God that he can heal us. We get a chance to empty out and and just let him pour into us as he applies healing, the healing balm of his word and his spirit. Psalm 107 verse 20 also lets us know that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So we see here that it's important to know all this because if not careful to engage our soul in the sanctification process, we can yet live out of the old man and its misconceptions about God. I know 
because I've been there, especially during early salvation before I got to know my new heavenly father for who he really is. And no, I wasn't trying to keep the law through works like the Pharisees and the scribes. However, I thought I had to work my way into his good graces, not realizing that Jesus did all that needed to be done through the work of the cross. That's why it's so important to renew our mind in the word of God and also to preach the, preach and teach the whole counsel of God, not just a denominational doctrine, because we miss God by doing that. And it's because I was viewing God through the lenses of my soul and the unrenewed mind of the old man's experience. Like growing up, I was always trying to work my way into my parents' love and acceptance by good grades, be a model student, staying out of trouble, good attendance, and so on. The list goes on. And I want to tell you, that blew up in my face, too. I did like a 180. <laughs> oh, God. I turned into a rank sinner. I tell you. That's why it's important to have a relationship with the children. Because rules without relationship breeds rebellion and hard-heartedness. And I know because I became hard-hearted and very, very rebellious. Anyway, those works carried over into salvation. And I didn't need to do that. None of us need to do that. Because I was now in the family of God, the new kingdom. Mark 1 Verses 14 through 15 reads, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, meaning have a change in mind, which leads to a change in direction and behavior, and believe in the gospel, the good news. Thank you, Jesus. And just like the Pharisees and scribes no longer needed to reinforce the law, neither did, neither did I need to engage in works, trying to work my way into my Heavenly Father's graces because Jesus took care of it all. Let's go to John 1, verses 16 through 17. And it reads, And of his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace, for the law was given through Moses, but grace... And truth came through Jesus Christ. And all they or any of us need to do is receive the grace of God and truth of who he is through, through Jesus Christ. For he was God incarnate in the flesh while on the earth. Also in Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. And I want to tell you. That gifts are received, they're not worked for. Verse 9, not of works, lest anyone should boast. No working our way to God. We're saved and we live by grace. So once we accept Jesus into our heart as Savior, just receive all that he's done. See, that's, that's what I needed to learn. to, And I did learn to do, thank, <laughs> do that. Thanks, thanks be to God. Praise God for the work of the Holy Ghost. And the word of God. Just receive all that he's done. All that Jesus has done. By putting us back in right relationship. And right standing with the father. And so since now Jesus is now in us. And we are in him. We are accepted by God. Through his son. Ephesians 1. Points this out. By saying. And this is verses 4 through 6. 
just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved, the beloved being Jesus Christ. And in verse 4, it lets us know that he chose us in him, in him, he chose us in Jesus Christ before the foundation of the world. We were in the heart, in the bosom of the Father, in the mind of God, before the foundation of the world. He chose us and he predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. And you know, anybody that has adopted a child, an adoptive children, adopted children are wanted and they're sought out. See, so, and so even those of us that may think we are a mistake, when we come to the father, we are not a mistake. We have been chosen aforetime in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Before the foundation of the world, you are not a mistake with God. You are wanted and you are chosen of him and accepted in the beloved. You are accepted in Jesus Christ. And we're accepted because of his righteousness. And we can't do any more or less for God to love or accept us as we have received Jesus we just receive all that he has accomplished through the works of the cross. We are accepted because of him, because he is in us and we are in him. He has made us acceptable. Praise God. Thank you. So our job is to learn how to rest in God, learning to rest in the love of God and the grace of God and the joy and the peace of God. I tell you, I enjoy my life in God. Now I enjoy it. And it is so, oh, praise God. It is so freeing. So liberating to live in the presence of God and just, just joy in the Holy Ghost. And he's my friend, praise God. Thank you. He's my friend. He's my everyday standby, my everything to me. Thank you. And so what we do is what Second Peter 3 verse 18 says. Learn how to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And enjoy the journey. No works, no need to engage in hypocrisy or, or works or the mask. Just just receive the love of God. Learn to live in the love of God and the grace of God and enjoy the journey. Praise God. Thank you. Well, here we are. I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purposed for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation twenty-two seventeen says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let those that hear say, Come, and let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.